Hello and welcome to the First Lutheran Church Sermon Podcast. We're glad you joined us this week. First Lutheran Church lives by the mission statement, called by the Spirit, we serve Christ, sharing God's love with all. And we are glad to share this good news with you this week. We're able for our gospel acclamation. Thank you, Aurora. Well, on the insert, and Charlie is my worship assistant tonight, so he's going to um, hand the microphone around when that time comes, if you'd like to share. At the second half of the page of our scriptures are a few, and there are many different examples, where in scripture the gifts of art are lifted up, the gifts of um, seams, uh, of fabric art, of uh, stonework, of paintings, and of music. And so tonight I wanted to read just a couple more. This is from Jeremiah 18. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, go down to the potter's house and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house and there he was working at his wheel. The vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel, as seemed good to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Can I not do with you, O house of Israel, just as the potter has done? Says the Lord. Just like clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. And other parts where they speak of this imagery of potter and clay, Scripture speaks about the skill of that craft being a gift from God. And then of Exodus 28, You shall speak to all the skillful, whom I have filled with the spirit of skill, that they make Aaron's garments to consecrate him for my priesthood. And then 1 Samuel 18, As they were coming home, when David returned from striking down the Philistine, the women came out from all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with songs of joy, and with musical instruments. The season of Lent, as we journey to the cross, we are, as with each Lent, called to reflect on our faith and reflect God's work in our lives and how we can be shaped as God would see fit. And so this first reading from Philippians has been very meaningful to me as we have been doing this. Whatever is true and honorable, just, pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about them, please. So just a little bit of a recap. If you haven't been here for the last few weeks, as we've journeyed through Lent with art, the first week we looked at Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper, which he painted. It was not a fresco. He painted on the wall, the dining room wall of a monastery, and it was a huge painting. And... Um, then the second week, we looked at um, more modern art artists, um, Joy 
Velasco, who painted a, a picture, and he did so within the last 70 years. I can't remember the exact date. But it was a, a picture of a bunch of children um, who were actual children from the slums um, in the Philippines. And uh, there it was it called the Table of Hope, where Jesus was, was to feed those who had been outcast and turned away and hurt. Last week, we looked at Salvador Dali's Sacrament of the Last Supper, and we actually have a paint or a print of that that hangs in the church. Um, it's much smaller, but uh, again, we looked at this last week. A more modern, and, and, and Dali was, uh, he was a, a unique artist, not loved by all, but he was um, motivated by t- to, and compelled to paint these Christian images because of his influence and the impact of, of war and that, the pain that came from that. And then this week, I have included a number of pieces for us to explore this evening. Another one, uh, again, they all are from different types of artists, from different cultures with different backgrounds. And I am going to, so again, last week we talked about, we talked about peace. And we had a, a series of prayers for peace, um, again, reflective of Dali's desire for peace and wholeness after he was inspired by uh, the, the, the pain of war. And so this week, we're going to talk about hope. And um, so I'm going to invite you all to look at this first painting. I don't have a blown-up picture of it because this one is about as best as um, I could provide. And then there's a message from the artist, but this was painted in 2003, and the artist is a very passionate, um, a very passionate Christian with a number of rather radical images of Christ. If you ever go and look up Stephen Sawyer, prepare yourself. So, but this is, um, this is one of his more subdued pieces. And I invite you to look at this image and read, but uh, if you'd like, but first, just look at this image of this, of this table of abundance, where those who are hungry are fed. And I'll give you just a minute to look at that.
invite anyone who would like to share uh, to raise your hand and my worship assistant will bring you the microphone and you can share your impressions, good or bad. What is God saying to you in this picture? What does this meal with Jesus mean for you? Um, what maybe frustrates you? What, um, what is God saying to you in this picture? Now this is rather different than some of the others that we've had. Chatty Cathy's, where are you tonight? Okay, well how about, oh, Philip has something. Charlie, there's Philip. There's Philip, Charlie. Thank you, Philip. Interesting how he portrays Jesus, and also that look kind of, that little kid kind of reminds me of an old doll for some reason. Hmm. Thank you, Philip. Yes, the characteristics of Jesus. I'll share one. Oh, Bob has one. One, uh, somebody who I was speaking with that came in today said, I don't like how informal it is. Well, to me, the, the message from the artist is a powerful message. Every day that we awaken in safety and peace in a love-filled home, another innocent child dies unwanted, unloved, and unsung. That's a powerful message. Just like with Dolly's inspiration, this artist also has a lot of conviction behind his artwork. So, okay, the quote is a key maybe to understanding this because you've got a room that's broken off and it's um, among clouds and there's some clouds in the room and yet there are what look to be bars and it looks like you're freeing yourself from a cityscape. You're starting to go up into the sky of what looks from the ground of a, of a city and the building is red brick and it's got bars on the windows and it's got those industrial lights which suggests that it's some kind of either warehouse or repurposed warehouse you know, that they build into lofts or commercial space. So it's suggesting to me that it's in a city and in a probably um, pretty gamey area. And then you have all the children around him of various ages, um, from what looks to be a teenage girl on to and the end to uh, a toddler right in front, and they're playfully pulling on Jesus's hair. What's so, underneath that toddler? What are the foods that are being eaten? Well, there's a book underneath the toddler, a big book. Um, and it looks like they're eating, they're drinking some a paper cup. There's bottles of stuff. 
there looks to be some rice, and I don't know what that one kid is eating at the end of the table, a, a bowl of some kind. So they're, they may be poorer children. So. They're all doing different types of things, playing, eating, talking, praying. Charlie, your turn. What is God saying to you in this picture? Or what do you like about this picture with Jesus feeding people who are hungry? I like about it that everything else was not in like a place, like in a city or a house or anything. I like that about it. Like it's in the sky? Okay, Charlie, next thing I need you to do is there's a, a painting. Oh, oh, sorry, Sam. Um, again, someone had mentioned the behavior of the people gathered around this table. And in the past, I mean, last year, last week with Dolly's, everybody was bowed. You saw no one's faces. Um, this week we have a very relaxed gathering. All right, Sam, your turn. It's okay. I can't help but notice that the moon is full. The moon is full. Interesting. Okay. Well, then you see the activity of those gathered around this table with Jesus compared to this picture um, of people gathered around a table with Jesus. This picture frustrates me because they all seem to just not be concerned or engaged or caring. So, okay, now I'd like, we're not gonna reflect over the next two pictures, but I do want to quickly have you turn to the other two pictures on the other side. This top picture is significant because it was painted, I believe, before da Vinci. And so many paintings of the Last Supper after da Vinci are very, very significantly influenced by what he did and how he depicted the people and the setting. So this one is interesting. And then the, the second one there is a, a Chinese Christian poster. I have another Christian poster to, to share in a, next week in a big Last Supper Sacrament of Communion um, section of our gallery back there. But again, we see the demographics of the characters in this meal uh, reflective of those in that community. So when we've looked through these different depictions of this meal with Jesus. Some of these are about the Last Supper, the historical event that happened 2,000 years ago as a Passover meal with Jesus and the disciples. And some of these are depictions of the continuation of that meal that we celebrate each week and the different ways that we see that feeding of Jesus in this hungry world uh, each day. As Aurora read, she read about our call to feed those who are hungry 
to continue in that meal of abundance and also forgiveness. Because God seeks welfare and, and hope for all people. So I invite you to take these with you and continue to explore the many different ways God feeds us and the many different way, ways that that looks like. Okay, let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks for the gifts of hope, the gifts of abundance that come from you alone. Bless us, your people, as we journey this Lenten season, that we may be part of that feeding in this world. These things we pray in your most holy and precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We pray that these words and message inspired you in your faith journey as you grow with God. We would love to see you at worship, either online via Facebook Live or in person at 1234 Southwest Fairlawn Road at 5 p.m. on Saturday or 10 a.m. on Sundays. God loves you, and so do we.